special holiday episode of Cinema Wellman. I'm your host, David, Cinema Wellman Santa. And today, we're going to be reading letters that children have sent to Cinema Wellman. And they've asked for all sorts of things on their cinematic wish list. Each year, children from all around the world write to Santa in the North Pole, asking him for all sorts of items on their wish list. Kids ask Santa for all sorts of things. They ask for dolls, trucks, action figures, books, video games, stuffed animals, Windex, laundry baskets, a Big Mac, a gondola, a real live unicorn. Well, the last five of those came directly from parents on the interwebs, but that just proves that around this time of year, kids will ask Santa for just about anything. And I'm sure you're familiar with the real Santa up in the North Pole, and I'm hoping you're a good human this year and you get everything that you want. Um, but not everyone is aware that Cinema Wellman has their own Santa, not in the North Pole, but in North Chelmsford. And every year, children write to the Cinema Wellman Santa with a cinematic wish list. And some children ask for things that they want movies to start doing, while others are just begging for movies to stop something that they usually do. Many excellent letters this year, and I wanted to read some of them to you and share them with you on this very special holiday episode. Um, I have my stocking here, and they are in my stocking. So let's see the first letter. See who this is from. I'm gonna have to get better at that. Our first letter is from little Brian M. in Baltimore, Maryland. Dear Cinema Wellman Santa, I love Christmas, and I love Christmas movies. What I don't love are all these Christmas horror movies. The holidays are scary enough without having to worry about Santa, an elf, or a snowman viciously murdering you in your sleep. Go birds, Brian M. So, that's a good one. Very good. That is, um, I'm with you there, Brian. Uh, I have no issue with a couple of scary horror films, and there are a couple of good ones out there, but there are way too many of them. I just did a little browsing through some of my uh, platforms, and I found Black Christmas, Red Christmas, Silent Night, Violent Night, Silent Night, Deadly Night, one title, Jack Frost, Christmas Evil, Red Snow, Mercy Christmas, Black Xmas, Christmas Slay, S-L-A-Y, Christmas Blood, Slay Bells, S-L-A-Y, and even the Ginger Dead Man, who is played by Gary Busey. I might have to watch that. Um, if you're looking for a good scary Christmas movie, I recommend Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. It's from 2010, and it's an excellent holiday fright fest from Finland. Um, see that and check the box so you can steer clear of all the other bad ones. All right, let's see who's next. Maybe Santa has somebody that opens his. Cinema Wellman Santa doesn't. All right, what about here? This letter is from little Johnny K in Hampton, New Hampshire. Dear Cinema Wellman Santa, can we please stop having every single vehicle with a drop of gasoline in it automatically explode upon any kind of impact. Cars and science do not work that way. Spot on, Johnny, and thank you for your letter. Gas tanks do not work this way. Although it is technically possible, it is exceedingly rare for a car to explode on impact. Most cars hold somewhere between 13 to 16 gallons of gasoline. 
And from the size of the conflagrations we're used to seeing on film, there's way more petrol there being ignited than that. Thanks, Michael Bay. I know it's Christmas, but your movies are a flaming bag of dog shit set ablaze with 50 gallons of gasoline and C4. Happy holidays. Our next letter. Let's see what we got. The next letter comes from little Hannah D out in Dundee, Michigan. Uh, Hannah D, do you know about Beef Jerky Unlimited? That's Dundee, Michigan is the home of Beef Jerky Unlimited. Great beef jerky, wonderful jerky. I give it as gifts every year. Not a sponsor, but I'd like them to be stellar jerky. All right, let's see what Hannah would like. Looks like Hannah has three wishes this year for the Cinema Wellman Santa. Can you please use your powers to eliminate the ugly girl trope when in reality, it's just an already attractive woman wearing glasses with her hair up? Makeup and a pretty dress doesn't magically make someone a raving beauty. Also, can you do anything about thin actors in fat suits? If it's pivotal to the storyline for a character to be fat, I promise there are talented fat actors out there who will do the role justice. And while we're at it, maybe cast fat actors in roles regardless of the storyline. Movies should look like real life and bigger people exist. Lastly, although I'm encouraged by the steadily increasing number of movies with representation for queer people, let's get more queer actors playing these roles instead of straight cis actors playing queer. It's one of the thing to tell the stories, but it's another thing to employ and uplift the voices of queer people even when the cameras aren't rolling. So that's fantastic. There's a lot of good stuff there. Excellent points made, Hannah. That trope of the plain, unattractive woman becoming suddenly beautiful to everyone that previously ignored her before she lost the glasses and let her hair down, that's been going on forever. And it's trash. Make it stop. I agree. I happen to think that women who wear glasses and, and wear their hair up are quite attractive. So shame on you, Hollywood. Next, the fat suits also need to go. I'm with you there. Hair and makeup technicians do amazing work in films, but those fat suits always seem to look awful. On a related note, I also hate it when an actor gains or loses an unhealthy amount of weight just to play a role. It's very dangerous. That practice is unhealthy mental health. Physical health, that's not a good thing. Let's stop putting our actors and actresses through that. Should be eliminated. And Hannah, I'm also with you about queer characters being played by queer actors. Come on, people. Who better to represent a group on film than a member of that very group? Movies no longer have white actors portraying black or Asian characters. Let's take the next logical step in this trend and extend the practice to characters from the LGBTQ community. Our final letter. Let's take a look. Final letter is from Andy and Graham T from Londonderry, New Hampshire. Loyal watchers of the show. Thank you for that. And thank you for your letter. Uh, Andy and Graham also have three wishes for Cinema Wellman Santa. We've been really good. Dear Cinema Wellman Santa. We've been really good this year, so we were hoping maybe you could look into solving some of this movie stuff that drives us crazy. Much appreciated, my Santa dude. Number one, can we get rid of all of the Hallmark movies? Number two, if your character in a film is a top-notch assassin slash lethal weapon type, that character should not be confused when they run out of ammunition. If they're that elite, they'd know how much ammo they have left. Number three, 
If you're going to have a minor character in your movie be a musician or an athlete, can you cast real musicians and real athletes? It adds realism to the movie, and it should not be difficult to do. Look at Kevin Garnett's performance in Uncut Gems. He did a great job. Yes, he played himself, but some actors can't even do that. Have a great holiday, Santa. P.S. Also let them know that guns do not fire unlimited bullets. Some of us keep track of that stuff. Thanks for the letter, gents. Let's take a look at your wishes one at a time. I don't think I can do anything about number one. That Hallmark movie juggernaut is showing zero signs of slowing down. They have 39 Christmas movies. Lacey Sherbet Sherbet has made 31 Hallmark movies on her own. Candace Cameron Bure has made 30. These things will not go away. My advice is just, just steer clear of that channel altogether or ask your provider to remove it from your lineup with extreme prejudice. Wish number two. I agree 100% about these top-notch killing machines having zero clue about how much ammo they have left. If they shoot guns for a living, they know how many rounds they have remaining. I must admit that I do enjoy that when they realize their gun is empty and they throw it at their adversary. That never works, but it's always funny to watch. Wish number three, totally understandable, and it goes along with what? Hannah said in the previous letter, I think that realism is important to film, even though many films contain unbelievable situations. For me to invest myself in a character, I need them to be realistic and believable. I don't think it's too much to ask, especially for minor characters, that they are portrayed realistically. Why waste the time and money to teach or train someone to do something, play an instrument or sport, on screen when you can just cast someone who already knows how to do that thing? It seems like common sense, but common sense is not always part of the recipe when it comes to making movies. We all know that. All right, before we wrap things up, I have a few requests of my own that I'd like to mention. Uh, These are some of the things that have bothered me about movies for years and years and years. Number one, and if you know me, you know this is coming, the coffee cup thing. Stop having characters carrying coffee cups around with nothing in them. They are empty. I've been saying this forever. Get a PA to fill them partially with water. That way, if they spill, it doesn't stain anything. It's just water. It'll dry. You don't have to fill the cups all the way up to the top. Just put something in them. We carry, humans carry an empty cup totally differently than they carry a cup that has something in it. This is so easy to fix, and it drives me nuts. Same with luggage and backpacks, but I'll fight that battle at another time. Number two, for disaster movies that involve a global catastrophe, please stop having families miraculously reuniting from hundreds of miles away without any communications after a global catastrophe. Most families can't even coordinate meeting for dinner at a restaurant with available communication. Make that stop. It's ridiculous. Number three, for action movies, enough already with the closing scene showing our protagonists all hanging out at the ambulances with blankets on and enjoying their hot drinks. There are injured people all over the place. And you mean to tell me that ambulances can afford to have these people just sitting there chilling in them with their hot drinks and their blankets? I don't think so. Stop it. And number four, and this one's really ultra important. Stop showing characters vomiting on screen. 
You can give me the noise. You can show me the back of their head. You can show me their head in the toilet. But we do not need to see anything come out of their mouths. Just stop it. It's so gross. It's so unnecessary. And it causes me to not want to eat soup. And I love soup. And that's what it is. Well, geez, I got all ranty there after the letters because I was talking about my own wishes. And they were all things to stop. Um, so that's it for the first annual holiday wish list episode of Cinema Wellman. It's never too start, too late, too early. It's never too early. This hat is hot. It's never too early to start looking for items for next year's list. When you see something over and over and over in a movie that annoys you, let the Cinema Wellman stand to know. Email him year-round at cinemawellman at gmail.com. All right, there's only one episode left in our first season, and that's coming to you on Amateur Night, December 31st, when we will be taking a look at the best and worst of 2022. We will see you then, and in the meantime, enjoy the holidays, and take care.